0: Around Round Guy Radio as Packwood Locker in Packwood, Iowa presents High School Basketball. We have Coach Andy Rohr of the Wapelo Indians. Welcome to the program, Coach. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, I thank you for taking a little time on your, your Thanksgiving. Uh, so I guess uh, uh, you are uh, one of the things I'm going to be thankful for today, as well as our listeners will be. Tell me uh, uh, a little bit about the talent pool that you're working with here. I know you lost uh, that Griffin kid, Maddox, I think. Uh, uh, he's playing at the uh, college level now. Uh, yep. Tough task to replace him. T- tell me about some of the other seniors you lost, and then we'll start going in on, on the talent pool that you're drawing from.
1: Well, like like you said, we lost Maddox Griffin. He's a, he's a hard one to replace. You don't get all state point guards every, every year, especially where we're at. Uh, the other guy we lost is uh, Tate Parsons. Just an extremely great athlete. Uh, did a little bit of everything for us last year. He was a uh, he had a great high school career. He's a uh, he's actually at Upper Iowa right now on the football team. So, a couple of good kids, athletic kids. We lost, but uh, that's a, that's about it. What we lost for uh, seniors.
0: Well, a lot of coaches are in your boat, but you are uh, kind of in the new boat. To uh, so tell me a little bit about your your own journey to become uh, head coach of Wappolo Indians. Uh, uh and the opportunity that, that presented itself, uh the opening that presented itself that created this opportunity for you.
1: Sure. Uh well I I was lucky enough to play for an absolute legend when I was in high school, and that's Coach Spielbauer. And uh he taught me and showed me a lot about the game of basketball. And it's all it's all I ever want to do is coach below And I was about twenty or twenty one, I went into the school and talked to talked to Coach Spiel and, he allowed me to volunteer on the team, and that, uh, that lasted. I volunteered for 10 years and became uh, the junior high coach for a couple years just to keep helping the program, and then uh, moved up to a head assistant last year under Coach Griffin, and then when he stepped down, I, I put my name in the pool and got my chance to finally uh, coach at my alma mater and fulfill a dream I always had.
0: Well, this is a dream come true for you. Uh, uh, we r- really support you in that. I-, I I really like your story. I like how it, how it played out for you. But uh, you. let's take you back to the, I think maybe some of this time you spent uh, coaching the junior high and maybe some of the JV time that you spent. Uh, now some of these players that you've coached, you know, since eighth grade or seventh grade or whatever, you know, are, are going to be some of your players now. I think that's going to give you some of an advantage, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, I've known uh, most of these kids on the team since they were little kids. So I've been helping with our little kids program since I was in high school and I've coached uh, my seniors I've coached from 7th grade all the way through. So
0: well, uh, I don't I got know little experience know who, with them. If you know who coach Van Scoy is up there in Norwalk, Iowa, he's the baseball ball coach, you know. Yep. And he would uh, assign his former players, good players he thought had good uh, skills and, and, uh, basic workmanship in the game. And he would assign them to little league coaches. Yeah. And he'd be getting reports on the players, you know, at that age, <laughs> uh, coach Stone, uh, was a football coach in, in uh, at Pekin and Packwood there, he would, uh, you know, he would be looking over the kindergartners as they, as they, you know, played on the playground, you know? Uh, oh yeah. It's, For sure. Know. That's,
1: that's where you, that's where you success lies is that youth program. You got to be fully involved in that, otherwise you're <laughs> you're not going to be successful as they get older.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's a it's ten years of planning is what it is, well, and it's a program, and it's like a feeder system. It's like the minor leagues in baseball, you know. Uh, for that's, sure. That's how you develop your your talent, and that that uh, network is very important, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, very important. Uh, us being all from small towns around here, we don't get a big pool to pick from. We got to uh we got to find the kids and. Keep them interested and develop them ourselves. That's why I think it's a little more sweeter when you get to the, the big stage or the big wins when you know it's the guys that you've uh, you've seen from five, six years old all the way up.
0: Yeah. So, well, let's talk about the talent pool that you're working with this year.
1: We uh, we return a solid core. Uh, we're uh, we're a little short on numbers. I think a lot of schools around are, but the guys we got are. Really that they're bought in and they're excited and we're having fun every day getting better we're just we're ready for the season to get started here
0: okay well uh let's just kind of go over the team the same way i asked all the coaches uh, first i want to know who do you got that uh can can do your work for you in the paint somebody underneath the basket that can score and uh uh you know kind of a big fella in the middle type we got a
1: uh, we got a, a kid that came back out i'm glad he did he's a senior. Tyler Palmer. He's about a 6'2", solid-built kid. He's not. We're not going to ask him to score a lot, probably, but uh, he's going to do all the dirty things, and he's 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 uh he's all on board for that task. But okay. that's that's the guy will be playing down low for us this year.
0: Well, let's talk about the outside game. Not just we want to hear about your three-point shooters, but I also want to hear about <laughs> your jump shooters and your perimeter guys and the guys that are just outside that uh, free throw line.
1: The rest of my guys fell out well we got a do it all guy Jackson lands he had a, a solid sophomore campaign last year a uh, couple injuries kind of hurt him at the end of the year but he's a he's a heck of a talent and a heck of a kid he's a six4 kid he can he can shoot he can he can handle the ball and he, he can really rebound so that's a big kid we're gonna ask a lot from this year and another junior we got. He's coming back. He started last year for us as Carson Belzer. He's a six foot, six, one kid. He can, his numbers don't show it last year. But that kid can really shoot. If he gets a window, he can, uh, he can really splash down. The other two who fill out the starting lineup is going to be our two guards. Casey shorts, a senior. He's a, he's a solid kid. He, uh, I can't ask any more from him. he's, he's been a, a staple of the program. He's done everything we've ever asked. Never caused an issue. He's uh he's gonna have a breakout senior year, I feel. Now our other guard is uh Colton Hauser. He's a little 5'10 guard. He's a grinder, he uh, he takes pride in his defense, takes care of the ball. He uh he's another guy, does all the little things. He doesn't care about the show or the life, he just wants to win and help his team, which is is all I can really ask for.
0: Okay. Uh well, let's talk about the defense. You know, let's, I mean, every aspect of it I want to hear about, you know, I want to hear about your rebounders. I want to hear about your shot blockers. I want to hear about your ball stealers, your disruptors. Tell me about your defense, your defensive plan. And who are these players that are going to execute your plan?
1: Well, this year it's, it's kind of fun to get the shot clock. So it's uh, us coaches get to do a little, a couple different things and uh, kind of play around with some things, which will be fun. And, and interesting to see what other guys have, have in mind, but I think we'll, we'll switch up defenses quite a bit. Uh, all of our guys are capable of playing every position, basically, but, uh, we can, Jackson lands he's a heck of a shot blocker, but we're trying to uh, rein him in here, not try to block every shot just cause we're not, we're not really deep this year. So I can't have him sit next to me on the bench watching other kids play. But, uh, now we're going to, we're going to try to apply some pressure, uh, just have fun and, and, uh, get after, after teams trying to make them make mistakes. Well,
0: who are some of the younger players on this team that are kind of the future of the team that, uh, uh, you're watching develop this year with kind of an eye towards the future. We got a, we got a, we dress, uh, if we'll I dress 10 guys for varsity,
1: uh, one of our guys coming off the bench. He's a junior. He's a solid player. He's got some some room to grow and some work to put in. But Daniel Dodson, I think he's gonna he's gonna be a solid role player for us this year. Then we uh, we got two freshmen who are, are really learning the game and they're uh, right on the edge of making the making the transition to really realize what it is, which is Cooper Thomas and uh, Wyatt Marlette. Uh, then we have a sophomore Jackson Marshall who's He's made extremely big strides in the offseason. He worked out with me all summer. Uh, I'm looking for him to him to get some solid minutes in this year, too, and really develop in the JV level.
0: All right. Well, I want to talk to you about your schedule, and we're going to do it in two parts, conference and non-conference. First, I want to talk about your non-conference games. I know there was a, a lot more freedom to, to, to play non-conference games this year. What was your strategy in selecting uh, uh, opponents? And uh, who are we going to see you guys play in your non-conference
1: schedule? Well, we got a—I got a little bit of a late jump, so some of the games were filled up. But we uh, we picked up Cardinal this year. They'll come. We'll we'll get them just after break, I believe. Uh, we haven't played them for a for a long time, which will be nice. And I think from what I saw last year, they got a solid team that plays hard. Uh, Minneapolis is now a non-conference game for us, or I guess a cro- uh, cross-conference game. So we picked up them on. Uh, kept them for now. Uh, the the rest I'd have to look again to uh, verify everything. I don't have it right in front of me right now.
0: Okay. Well, that, that's enough. At least we touched on it. But uh, tell me about the conference you're in and everything realigned. So are there changes in your uh, in your uh, conference that you're playing in this year?
1: Yeah, we pl- we playing in the North. So we lost uh, Mediapolis, but we picked up Waco. And they're uh, they're a really good team. They had a great run last year. They're fun to watch, and uh, I got a lot of respect for Coach Kissel over there. He's doing he's doing a lot of good things with those kids.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I think gonna, I think they'll go ahead.
0: They're going to be formidable. That's all I was going
1: to say. Yep, uh, I think they'll be top of the conference. They're up there battling for it, and we got Winfield. They got they got a few horses still, young kids that are just amazing athletes over there, and. Clay's doing, Clay's doing a lot of good things too at Winfield. Uh, uh, can't say enough about that, uh, but they'll, they'll be up fighting for their conference again. Uh, I see those two guys as the front runners, and then the, the rest of the conference, I
0: think we're really gonna,
1: we're gonna battle it out for, for how it falls out the end.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's, it's all tough. I, I know exactly uh, that that side of it and then you wind up one of the teams you could avoid is mediapolis and they're going to be tougher than uh, Nails too. You're still yep. playing them, but that's a big rivalry, isn't it? mediapolis and waffalo
1: It always has been. Uh I don't know if the kids see it like that as much as we used to when I was in school, but for me it's still it's still a rivalry, but I always consider all of our local close teams, Columbus, L&M, all those guys are, are big rivals for us.
0: Well, uh uh do you play Pekin this year?
1: We do play. We play Pekin right out of the gate on the 29th.
0: We're playing at Wapalo. Play is that home, home? That's at Wapalo? Yep. Okay. Well, uh, uh, give me some of the Give me – first, I want to know what are some of the early early opportunities for people to see Wapalo. And uh, uh, then I want to talk to you about maybe some rivalry games. We come to a game once a week. Or we pick a rivalry or anything that we look like is going to be – a. a, a you know, we don't, we're not looking for blowouts. We're looking for games that there's going to be a lot of people in the crowd and, and it's going to be competitive. So uh, um, I think the Beacon game would be a pretty, pretty great one to come see. Uh, and, but uh, uh, tell, tell me, so what are some of the first opportunities to see your team play?
1: Like I said, uh, the, the 29th, we'll play Beacon at Waplo, And you're right. That's the last few years. Those games have been a lot of fun. There's been some records broken and some uh, just great play. Coach Swanson, he's he always does an amazing job. I, I like the way he coaches his kids. Uh, we follow up on we got kind of a couple rough stretches in the season, but we follow up on the second of December. We're going to play at Waco, which I'm excited for. I can't wait to uh, to see what he's got bring coming back and what we can do against them. A uh, couple other solid games would be we got Winfield. Winfield's not till after the first of the year that should be a fun one. Uh, and Cardinal, I was, uh, I'm looking forward to playing Cardinal. I saw them play. They play hard, fast. I like to, uh, I want to see how my kids can handle that pressure and the physicality they they bring.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're looking forward to seeing Cardinal this year too. Uh, so, uh, it sounds like an exciting, exciting, uh, exciting, uh season you got going there and, uh, uh, man, I'm going to consider coming to that, uh, That Waco, uh, Pecan game. That's the first game of the year, huh?
1: Yep. The 29th. We'll play just after Thanksgiving break. We'll, uh, we'll kick off at home against Pecan.
0: Well, that is, that, that's a, I I just love that matchup for some reason. That's always been, it's, it it doesn't matter what's baseball or basketball or football. That's a, I don't know. Those two schools kind of go at each other a little bit. Uh, and I'm sure the Pecan crowd will be, uh, there in full force. It's not a terrible drive. Oh, no. It's,
1: Depends on the night, but it ain't too bad. And for, uh, for the distance they're away from us, it's, it is a pretty solid rivalry and uh, great games, every every sport, like you said.
0: Well, uh, let's talk about the opportunities for people to follow the team this year. Uh, I know you got something, I think it's called Indian Cast. Uh, uh, they do a fantastic job, but I don't know if there's any YouTubes or streaming or, or uh, other radio stations that pick you up. Yeah,
1: like you said, Indian Cast, it's awesome. Uh, they do a great job, play-by-play. Play. A lot of times it's a uh, former teacher of mine, John Geyer, who does it. He does an amazing job. Also, WAPLO has a uh, – WAPLO uh, Community School District's uh, YouTube page will live cast games uh, on there. So that's a, that's a great opportunity for a lot of people who may not be able to make it out to games and stuff or want to just see us play for the rankings and all that stuff at the end of the year. To get an opportunity to see people live. so
0: well uh tell me about the experience at, at your gym i've never been in it uh i, I what i know about Wapalo other than the sports is they have a the what a, a world-class ffa uh future farmers of america program over there uh, yeah we've uh
1: we've been known a long time for our ffa program and uh irv meyer who headed that from the very beginning i believe has has done an amazing job with it but uh we can uh we can fill a gym a lot of years and uh it's it gets pretty loud and it gets fun in there i mean it's, i think we have some uh great facilities at Wapalo and i think it's always a fun fun atmosphere to come play in
0: well uh we have a lot of people follow us we did one of the first in the first uh season or two uh we were doing this we did a story about wapolo we went to wapolo uh there's a great lake there what's what's the name of that lake we got lake odessa right it's a total jewel you know what i mean it's an iowa yeah. jewel it's a southeast iowa jewel it's a really really great town and uh, oh yeah uh, and they and they're you know they're avid uh, uh listeners to anything that we can put up here about the Wapolo when or when we talk about them on the scoreboard show we we always have had always have had a lot of listeners uh, uh in that area and i i just want to say it's a beautiful area it's wonderful to talk to you on Thanksgiving here uh, because I, I'm, I'm very thankful for Wapalo. I'm thankful for Lake Odessa and the opportunities that uh, that it creates around there and the quaint little community that you represent. And uh, you guys are, uh, you know, part of this great sports community. You know, uh, I don't great. know if there's any place in, in, I don't, I mean, you know, Texas probably rivals us, but uh, I don't know any other place that communities put such a high priority on young young people like they do here
1: yeah it's it's awesome it's being that's what i love about it being home from a small town tight-knit you know almost everyone and seeing them come out friday tuesdays games whenever it's it's awesome to see the faces of the kids running around it's just uh yeah like you said it's a great great little place
0: well uh it was sure wonderful to talk to you coach uh is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you want to talk about is any other information we need to put out that we didn't get to go over
1: uh no i don't think so i don't want to devolve too much <laughs> <laughs>
0: <There No. you. laughs> well i'll tell you i'll tell you a little story about uh, uh my podcast and uh uh the beginning of the season there was a, a, a eight-man football doubleheader showcase on week zero in yep. uh, martinsdale iowa and yep. Waco was playing, uh, uh, Southeast Warren, right? Yep. So Southeast Warren's coach comes on and totally divulges everything he's going to do. <laughs> he says, "We're going to, you know, we're going to throw on first down, and and you're going to see a lot of play action passes because we know we can't run against them, and all this whole stuff." And then as soon as and so, Coach Edeker, he listens to it and he says, "Oh, I got his number," you know. But then it turns out in the game, uh, that was all a, a decoy. And he did the exact opposite of everything. Every defense he said he was going to show, he did the exact opposite. Every, you know, every time he said he's going to pass, he ran. You know, it was. Uh... So there's <laughs> that's a lot. Solid, there's, solid gaming right there. There's a lot of gamesmanship that goes on in, <laughs> in these interviews. But that's what is so fascinating to our, our listeners about these longer. You know, what I mean, it's like. You know, if you want to follow the team, usually you'll have to listen to like a coach's corner, you know, yep. it's an hour long program, but it's got 22 minutes of commercials and,
1: oh. <laughs> and there's oh, 10 yeah.
0: coaches and everybody talks for three minutes, you know, but, uh, if you'll, you know, if you'll let us, uh, call you back, we will, uh, periodically check in with you, uh, each week, we'll be doing scoreboard shows and, uh, uh, at least twice a week, we'll be doing nightly shows, uh, you know, high school basketball tonight and, uh, yeah, we, for sure, we, we have you're always, the, uh, always
1: welcome to give me a holler and anytime you need any any information. Uh, I appreciate everything you guys are doing. I don't think Southeast Iowa always gets the, the recognition that it deserves a lot of times. So with what you guys are doing, it's awesome getting us out there and just the information and the, the great interviews and everything you do. I'm super appreciative of what you guys are doing.
0: You know, one of the best compliments I ever got, ever from anyone ever, was someone from Cedar Rapids it says saying that i wish we had someone like you that could cover our teams you know oh, for sure and i was thinking wow the tables have turned hasn't it <laughs> you know what i mean the wapalos and the kiotas got better coverage than the cedar rapids Is we're we're doing uh we're breaking through to people but uh well, uh, there's right. some other other sponsors I'd like to mention before I let you go uh, that are really helping us this year. Brothers Market in Sigourney and uh, Eichelberger Farms there in Wayland and uh, uh, Henshaw Trailers and Beyond Beautiful Benches of Richland have helped provide some sponsorships uh, that have helped us. create programming like this, and I hope we can find some more uh, and help us out with the basketball season because we're all in. And it's going to be as good as the football season or, or, you know, we just I don't know how we could ever make it better. But it just seems like (laughs) I just keep adding this piece or that piece. And and you guys are covered in two areas because I do a Muscatine report with the Muscatine Journal. And uh, they always talk about Wafalo sports, too. So uh,
1: Yeah, they do a great job also.
0: Yes. You guys actually are blessed with a lot of, you know what, Southeast Iowa sports reporters uh, It may not be many and they may not be mighty, but they care. The, the amount that they care about these little schools and telling them that sure. story. They're is, always
1: out there at games. You see them. They're always, they're in there. They're, they're dedicated and they're out there every night. It's nice to see them out there. There's
0: just two guys at Southeast Iowa union covering like 14 or 17 teams or something. And those guys break their deck Oh yeah, every night to get you the best pictures and the best stories. And, and, uh, uh, that's great dedication. But you have, I, I want to thank you. I'm thankful for your dedication to these young men. And I'm thankful that, you know, in America, you you dream it, you can do it. You know what I mean? Look what happened sure. to you. You know, you you wanted it. And it's it's so weird. You know, you'd think, boy, who'd want to be the coach of uh, Waffle? You know, it's, it's <laughs> probably lucky to get anybody to apply, You know, but that's it's it's, uh, it's a coveted job, and people love it. And uh, you know, hopefully, you got some great kids, and you have a great season. And we're looking forward to seeing you. And thanks for being with us, coach.
1: Thanks for having me again, and uh, thanks again for everything you do. Uh, looking forward to talking to you in the future.
0: All right. Well, uh, I'm sure it's going to be great. I might even kick off my season with you. Uh, uh, it's leading that way. Thank you I very hope much. I do. <laughs>